Welcome back, everybody. Rogue's Passage Podcast, another incredible episode. Uh, <laughs> we're back here. We're doing full remote, uh, everybody in their own little isolated pods. And we have another special guest. This is, I guess, two guest episodes in a row. Yeah. I'm good. Tanner Cherry. Uh, I will let, I guess, Brady and Brando introduce, and then we'll introduce our guest. I'm Brando. <laughs> and I am Magpie. Hello, <laughs> darlings. And, uh, yeah, it's the, today. Hello, everyone. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Rocky. Heck yeah, this is uh, somebody that we know from the local community, uh, and we brought Rocky on today to the podcast to teach me how to play his deck, <laughs> and I guess also <laughs> talk popper, because you are, uh, you're avid in, in the local popper scene, 60 card popper, which I am actually, I'm ready, I got my Altertron deck finally put together here. Uh, nice, fantastic. I'm excited, but yeah, as for today... Is there anything we want to get into before we start talking about uh, our escapades at the face-to-face event this weekend? Let's just um. introduce it. I'm just going <laughs> to jump right in, okay? Yeah. Playing well. Pokemon makes you a better Magic player. Oh, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I was going to say it. Yeah, we had, uh, we had a nice little tangent about that the last couple of days, me and Brady. It's... Uh... It's a, there's so many prescriptive uh, there's, there's so many respective crossover ideals between the two you know you've got type the original card you've, game. Got, you've got some kind of type matchup colors that do better against other colors leveling up to a certain degree and doing specific things when you level up what you're using to actually make it more efficient or do a job better it's, yeah it's, yeah well, it gets deep this gets idea deep. definitely has legs um rocky do, have you, are you a pokemon player have you do you have any experience with pokemon I can't say I do. No, I haven't played Pokemon since I was a wee kid. Yeah. But did did I, uh, you play any of the oh. uh, the original like Game Boy games? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like played, I'm the only one here that didn't. Red, blue, yellow. Yeah. I keep my blue on me almost all at all times. <laughs> <laughs> this guy whips out whips out his blue cartridge on the episode. Oh, yeah. Yo. I, I am a Pokemon master. I have I own all the uh, all the all the handheld games. It's, and most of the Pokemon and all the handheld games that you. Oh yeah, I have a li- I have a living Dex. I've captured and have in my boxes every single one of every single Pokemon. Yeah. The okay. Pokemon the, that means he has the biggest balls of all the masters. <laughs> so for context, for me, uh, for me, my biggest problem uh, when I play Pokemon is the same thing I have uh, with Magic. I I stat hack too much. Yeah. So I ended up looking up all the stats of all the Pokemon and which ones were the mm-hmm. strongest and trying to figure out how to maximize the stats. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. became oh, yeah. unfun? Was that the thing that... It, that's the that's the unfortunate part, yeah. 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 And so you, you almost hacked the game. And here's yeah. a bit of a crossover now. So yeah. you were hitting yeah, yeah. CDH levels and you were like, I don't like what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was just about to say, that's great that you found magic where that's not possible to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's possible to do it in magic. No, no that's the joke. Kind of... I'm being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that was actually kind of what spurred the conversation too, is because we had a couple of games on spell table where we tried to tried to fairly sit back and talk about the power level of the decks we were playing, and reasonably they kind of sat fairly in the same position. Like I don't think anybody was really out of there, but there was there was a little bit of like sour tones behind just how things played out. And it kind of like reinvigorated that conversation of just like Magic the Gathering, especially when it comes to like building your decks, regardless of the format you're playing in. There's different ways to play the game. There's different focuses for how you're playing the game. If you're playing CDH, you're trying to play as quick and concisely and like competitively as possible. It is it is ones and zeros. It is pure math. 
when you're yeah, playing when it comes to the pokemon you have the you have the four moves and yeah. you have the matchups that go with it and then the all the ev training that went into it right like yeah um and then when it comes to casual it's kind of like it's not always <laughs> like it's still about the win but it's not always about the winning winning most of the time much to tanner's chagrin in the past is why people play like group hug decks you don't see group hug in <laughs> cedh you see group hug in commander or casual commander because it's not meant to be it's like your focus is are you there to win or are you there to have fun if you're there to have fun you're playing silly hokey stuff you're almost focused on the meme yeah Exactly. Yeah. So for, for some context as to like why this conversation was happening, from what I understand, or at least from like watching Brady's rant on the Rogue's Passage, like Facebook mm-hmm. reel or whatever today is the, um, the parallel, the parallel between yeah. like the, the fact that like Pokemon was very geniusly designed. It was very geniusly oh, yeah. designed like a, like oh, yeah. a, it's like rock, paper, scissors on crack, right? Rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors is a, is a very, very fundamental concept where like you have your advantage against a certain strategy and disadvantaged against another certain strategy. Pokemon and other games expanded that out into 12 different directions instead of just the one each. Yeah. And actually, you know, briefly, I, um, Rocky, what you and I were talking about on Facebook Messenger about this this deck that I'm going to pilot uh, this weekend coming up in the standard qualifier that you are running. And you were talking about how like, yeah, there's just the one hole in my strategy is this certain thing. Right. And I'm, you know, I might need to grab a couple copies of cavernous souls to, to fix this leak. Right. My boat is leaking. It has one little hole. Like the magic has these very fundamental, uh, strengths and weaknesses where decks get matched up against each other. And I love the analogy of Pokemon because Pokemon makes it so simple. Right. Like the fire, fire versus water. Like, I, exactly. I, I'm not, I didn't grow up playing Pokemon, so I'm not really well-versed in regards to, like, what Psychic is strong or weak I, against. You're picking it up, though. Yeah. You're, you're picking it up, though. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I, I, that's why, like, when I saw your rant today, Brady, I was like, this is, this is awesome. Like, I, I definitely yeah. love the tangent you're going on. And then Rocky, when you were like, yeah. I like, wish I had woken up more, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, for, for some context, we're heading out to the Saskatoon uh, face-to-face tournament tour on the weekend we're gonna we're going yeah. we're going to get a hotel which is actually at the event venue which is dope because we can re- literally roll out of bed like exactly half brush our teeth and go down and start slinging spells and yeah. <laughs> i'm excited about that uh, and for that if you are watching on the live stream right now obviously that's this weekend if you're watching or listening to this uh on sunday on release or past we're at the event right now oh right yeah now. you're watching this <laughs> we're downstairs doing stuff right goddamn now <laughs> Or in our hotel because no one wanted to hang out with us and play magic. <laughs> yeah, oh, we we no. may just have well, a... well Tanner Tanner won't be there. He'll be uh, playing the top eight finals. So. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yo, yeah, you know the yeah. funny yeah. thing Set is here Set I am wanting to like I want to be humble. I want to be like yo, I haven't played competitive standard before ever. I mean, arena's not competitive standard. Like sitting down at a table and playing yeah. like paper standard is so different, right? Re- yeah. Like remembering triggers in a real life environment is. It's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. And that's why I feel like I'm stoked to put myself through this again, like this hero's journey thing. And yeah, like I, I kind of had all these ideas of what I wanted to play in the standard event. And I was like, man, the the decks that I want to play, I don't know if I can spend 350 bucks right now, right? Just to like play this deck. And it was, it took me a little bit to work up to it, Rocky, I guess, when I messaged you and I was just like, hey man, can I borrow one of your decks? (laughs) because like i kind of i just want to be well, able I'm to glad you did. yeah and like well and look man I, i'd love to talk about this you you sent me the list today i only i only figured out today what what you were going to lend me and <laughs> this is an yeah, ash i can't believe how excited you were about it yes yeah, I, I can't believe how excited you are this is a it's an ash lizzle 
was that the uh, the content creator yeah she she is a uh, streamer twitch streamer mainly i believe uh, also like youtube highlights uh rakdos at heart like black red everything the, the, the girl does not play any other colors and so yeah you you shipped me this list here uh <clears throat> it's an atali primal conqueror like ramp deck yeah, yeah. good lord oh, i love it yeah I'd so love to see it love to see dinos go burr this guy's gonna teach me how to to play this deck because I, I have no I have no hours piloting this deck right so mm-hmm. it's uh oh sick yeah Silent Reverly in chat speaking of playing I'm excited to wear y'all hoodie to local EDH tomorrow hell yeah thank you so hell much yeah thank, thank you. you some Arizona homies that bought 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 a hoodie hell yeah um so yeah we uh we're gonna be at the event I'm gonna subject myself to more torture mm-hmm. um I there's no way I pull it out of the bag again like 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 last time tanner tanner yes you're gonna <laughs> well with the deck like this <laughs> oh, <yeah. clears throat> see the, again again all i can say is you just got to go into it with that like heart of the cards mentality you never didn't have it right if you lose then you could be all chagrin and be like ah oh, dang it but until you've lost no you have won nothing nothing else has happened yeah you know what's funny is like the the whole point of that whole thing last time was like i'm gonna show people that it's fun to just go and try for the first time and lose a bunch Mm -hmm. and still Mm -hmm. learn something that was the video idea that was the template i was like i'm just i just want to win a match and if i win a match i'm gonna feel what it's like to win a match in like a, a large tournament setting and that first interview that you that we did, which actually, yeah, the, the video came out today, so I know, like, I guess some of you in chat have seen it. Um, f- the hilarious mishap with that. We 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 did get the the uh, what, what's the the honor? I guess we got the honor of face to face sharing the video on their main <laughs> oh, feed. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But yeah. They, they credited the video to a different content creator. Ninety nine. Thanks. I still love you, guys. I messaged, yeah, I messaged him. I was like, man, I worked really hard on this. Is there any way that you could like? Not say someone else did it, <laughs> but it would mean a lot to us. Yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll rectify that uh, soon enough. It, I mean, it's still link. It still links to us. It's still <laughs> yeah. like plastered with us. If anybody just auto hits the subscribe button, it's still our video. And at the end of the day, it just means it just means I'm um, sorry into the ninety nine. Sorry, Commander Cookout. <laughs> we 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 just got to get bigger. I'm sorry, again. Yeah. Yeah, and probably like oh, publicity. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly yeah. that. Free publicity for everybody. Plus, yeah, we've we've had we've spent the last like month, two months, three months. On everything we do, hamming up into the 99. They're fantastic. They're a fantastic group. Of oh, people. yeah. Couldn't have been a better group of people to uh, take credit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not yet. I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just joshing. Like, the, the yeah. link still goes to our video, and I'm super stoked that people are seeing it. But, yeah, like, anyway, I, I subjected myself to build a Pioneer deck, learn how to play that Pioneer deck. And I actually I took that pretty seriously. I was, like, I wasn't grinding games on on Magic Online or anything, but... I was watching a lot of YouTube content on how to play oh, yeah. Boros Heroic. And then when I went and sat down on like on day two, I ended up getting a 3-0. And it was like the greatest feeling in a long time. Like that was even just like editing the video, I was just like, yeah. I remember I remember how good I felt that day. It was I was just buzzing. But oh, yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I mean, like standard is standard is like, you know how draft and like popper take a little bit more play skill because they're like the edges are narrower. Mm-hmm. I feel like standard is, is like that standard. You got to be, 
you got to be knowledgeable about the the format which actually have you done any grinding on standard in paper recently rocky oh yes very much so so i've uh i, I am taking this year uh, uh very seriously i'm gonna try and go for a pro tour here uh this year oh yes uh, so it is standard Impressive. it right is on. standard season yeah um, so this year, it looks like they're uh, rotating between modern and standard as the two formats. Yep. Um, so we should be up until summer, I believe, is standard season. Um, Yo, so and I will be playing a lot of uh, local qualifiers here. I am so nice. happy about that, too, because they, they really needed to do that. Standard was suffering from the pandemic. And as much yeah. as, like, some people really don't like standard. Some people are, are opposed to it, this and that. But, like, I think that... I, e it's not for me. Well, yeah. e even the people that don't appreciate standard or play standard... I think they need to learn how important standard is to the the health of the their game and like um wizards producing the game that they do to the level that they do so that you can play all the other cards in the other formats you do. Like standard is very very important to the ecosystem and well well to add on to that I, I think that the big thing that a lot of previous standard players hated was that the meta was very narrow. Mm. So there were two or three decks that always dominated. But with wizards adding that extra year on for mm -hmm. rotation and now being a three-year rotation the meta is massive it's massive yeah. there are probably four or five decks you can play that are viable yeah. and it's so healthy for the environment that's what i love about it right so actually okay wanna... are you excited about the, the clues with, uh, with the meta going on right now are you excited about the with the met with the way the meta is going with all the clues coming being revealed from um, murders at karlov uh, Murders of Karlov is, I've been keeping an eye out on a lot of the leaks. Um, I think that Control is getting a huge boost with a lot of the leaks that are coming out. Um, so we, I'll see how it affects it. Um, it is really good because I feel like the meta has been really aggro dominant uh, the, the previous uh, little while. Um, and so we'll see. I believe Attracts decks specifically are getting a huge boost. So. That's... Uh, uh... Yeah. I mean, so I, I think I'm, I think I identify more as an aggro player. Uh, I respect control. Well, you're a spike. You're yeah, a spike. yeah, but but spikes can be <laughs> spikes can be very very like blue white control, blue black control type. Yeah, that's true. That's right. True, yeah. so, uh, the thing is here, the, a spike will play whatever deck is the best. It it's like a true spike is you're, just you're a liberal spike. Uh, I'm a. Li <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a politic. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you you had mentioned that the blue white was it blue white soldiers was the the matchup that you seem blue. Yeah, yeah. So I myself, I I'm a I'm a huge combo player. Um, so I see this red coast rap rap deck as a mixture of uh, a little bit of control and a little bit of combo. Even though um, on most sites it lists this as red black control, um, but. I mean, you're, you're essentially ramping into a tally, and the tally is just a combo piece. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. That, yeah. That plus Breach the Multiverse, you know? Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. Well, you, you sent me that, and it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a tally Primal Conquer and, like, Breach the Multiverse, and I just, like, uh, just saliva <laughs> dripping on the side <laughs> oh, of my yeah. face. <laughs> we have Kyle Parker on YouTube. Kick the trees, light the fires. Kick the tires, light the fires. That is... Kick the trees, light the fires. It says tires. Doesn't it? Does it say tires? <laughs> it's a, the quality's low. <laughs> it's it's like that. I'm. Is this a is this a YouTube for ants? Is this YouTube for ants? Okay, here it's I'm talking I, us both up too. Thank you, thank yeah, you, Kyle yeah. Parker. I don't know. I don't know why I'm photogenic. <laughs> I was born this way. And then uh, he's happy. He's amping you up. Look, spell spell piercer on the Twitch chat as well, Tanner. For uh, I know y'all in your games. Y'all have so much support. Y'all have 
um, I guess confidence in me. Like I, I appreciate it. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my best. I'm I just not- like setting up the fail. <laughs> well, and that's that's why we're here to to do some learning. And I guess, um, Rocky, can you give me a brief overview as to like what early turns look like in this deck and what the finish? Uh, I'm gonna try and find a way to view options. Condent no yeah. visual stacks. Yeah, you're gonna want you're gonna want card view here. Yeah. So you're gonna Wait, want no. to do card view. Card view is um, where is that? I we got visual tax uh, split. You, yeah. What yeah, is going on here? here? We're doing it live, guys. We're doing it live. View <laughs> style. Yeah. Visual grid. Why isn't it changing? Do I have to press? Oh, save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We gotta hit the we gotta hit the old save right, button there. there. Fantastic. Go do it. Fantastic. Okay, we got the Celestis. All right, so I'll, oh, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you lead the try, the the force here. All right, sounds good. So I'll give you a little bit of primer first and foremost. So before I selected which standard deck to build, I really wanted to look at the meta. And as I had mentioned, uh, I noticed that the meta right now is a lot of decks going wide. Mm-hmm. Um, so going wide is one of the the biggest uh, leading factors right now. So for example, red deck wins. Um, soldiers a lot of aggro a lot of getting big spells out um same with boros you know uh so this deck itself runs 13 pieces of removal um and it's mass removal so burn down the house uh brotherhood's end yeah burn down the house Um, is five damage to each creature each planeswalker and devils and devils forget the devils (laughs) and and or devils and or or devils devils, which is create three devils so it's got wide or delete (laughs) You, you got it. And then Brotherhood's End is three damage or mm-hmm. uh, all artifacts. Okay. So that was uh, my first thinking is how can we wipe the board and how can we make sure that you're not falling too behind when it comes to the board state? Now, the second thing I looked at is once again, going back to the Atraxa deck. In my opinion, that Atraxa deck, which is a four color domain control deck. So it, it basically controls the board until you can lay down Atraxa. That is, in my opinion, the gatekeeper. Um, so a lot of people are playing that deck when they're talking about control. Mm-hmm. This deck, in my opinion, absolutely dominates Atraxa. Um, and the reason being is Atali. Um, so your goal for this deck is to keep the board clean as much as possible uh, with mass removal, and then you have spot removal as well. Um, so you've got, um, if you scroll down a little bit, you've got your black removal there. Shoulders Edict and yeah, go so, for the throat. Yeah, so you've got the... Yeah, you've got edicts and go for the throats, and then you also have your enchantment there. So the virtue of persistence. Guy. This card, I am we've so got... excited to play this card. When this got spoiled, it's I was so like, amazing. "Wait, what? <laughs> this card's nuts." Yeah, the the exactly. Yeah, so minus three, minus three. It gets rid of most of the uh, the early board uh, big players, uh, and then gaining the two life is a nice bonus there. And yeah. then of course you got the go for the throats. Uh, and then the best part about the edict effects there is that it controls. Uh, you can uh, sacrifice uh, planewalk, planeswalkers as well. So right. that's very important. Yeah, Shielder's um, edict. So, oh man, can you imagine if that was a common yeah. for, for Popper? <laughs> so, Popper would be nothing. Well, like, you really don't. Oh well, yeah, I guess there's no planeswalkers, so it would be creature and non-token. Yeah, there's no planeswalkers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Disregard. Okay. <laughs> of course. Um, now, when let's talk about the ramp version of, uh, or the ramp portion of the deck. 
So what you're doing is you're stalling the board state till you can hit the big score. Yeah. And big score, as you can see, uh, what it does as an additional cost to, dis uh, to the card, you discard a card, but then you get two treasure tokens and you draw two cards. So yeah. essentially on turn four, you're at uh, four mana plus two treasures. And then turn five, uh, you drop an additional land. This deck plays 27 lands. Um, so that is very high land count. Um, if you look at the most <clears throat> most common decks, the traditional land count is somewhere between 23 to 24, and yeah. it needs it. You'll notice a lot of your lands actually filter themselves out. So you're playing Field of Ruins, uh, you're uh, and you're playing Land Destruction. So that really helps clear the board once again, uh, and you're using that to once again stall out by uh, de uh, deleting a lot of the uh, multicolor lands that you know. Uh, four color Atraxa is using um, even any of the two color decks. Yeah, any You're of really the, trying uh, to stall the triumphs. The yeah, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. And the best part about that is that as you start to use those lands, you're filtering out your own lands in the deck as well. Do you okay. find yourself conflicted quite often whether or not to use mana to destroy a land or using removal of other uh, kinds? Generally, no. Um, it, 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 yeah, um, because the removal is mass removal. Um, the most challenging part about this deck is you got to figure out the tempo. How many turns do you have before the board is too wide for you to control? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You, you don't want to use your mass removal too early uh, because then it gives them an opportunity to rebuild the board state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but you also don't want to use it too late where your life total is now dwindled too low. So right. I generally find that land uh, using the land destruction early on is fantastic. Uh, and then right about mid-game is where you're starting to use the creature removal. Uh, slash mass removal. Um, and then uh, late game, of course, you should have enough mana essentially by turn five. That's always the goal. Turn five is your big turn there. Um, you'll have your two treasures uh, plus your five mana, and you should be able to lay down a tally, or you should be able to lay down uh, the... Um, the Chandra? Oh, no, thank you. Sorry. Or, sorry, uh, no, the Virtue? The the, uh, nope, nope, not the Virtue. Um, the... Um, ah, uh, Breach the multi the yeah. There you go. Sorry. I drew a blank there. No worries. And Breach the Multiverse now, is a sorcery that reads, each player mills 10 cards. For each player, choose a creature or planeswalker card in that player's graveyard. Put those onto the battlefield under your control. Then each creature <laughs> you control becomes a Phyrexian in addition to its other types. So, Such a good card. Yeah, the cool thing about this, I guess, it has resiliency to your uh, Itali getting countered and stuff, <laughs> or discard it, right? You can discard it to big score and reanimate it pretty easily. Virtue of Persistence and Breach the Multiverse are both going to bring that thing right back. And then what's, uh, Archfiend is also just another reanimator target? So we'll talk about Archfiend in a second here. Okay. Archfiend is a fantastic little flavor booster. But you have one little trick in the deck as well. So if you want to just hover over Chandra so everybody can get a refresher on sure, what yeah. Chandra does. The one part that people forget is the first part of Chandra there. The static ability so or the... the or first... the the static ability. Yeah. So the first instant or sorcery you cast is copied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fun note, Baker. Uh, and and uh and Chandra's plus one there is add two mana of any color. So Man, what a you house. Have, essentially should have enough mana to cast Chandra. If Chandra can last one turn, yeah. your next turn you're either gonna double burn down the house, uh, so that's six one ones or ten damage to everything. <laughs> or you're, you're going to get to breach the multiverse twice. Yeah. So mill 20 cards, get four creatures is essentially what you're doing. Oh. That's where the value comes in. Right there, right there. Man. So Chandra is the bonus piece. And the best part about Atali is that with Atali, you can flip into Chandra too. 
Oh yeah, and Atali that will. That is why this deck is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Atali. Like I guess we'll read Atali for people that not. not uh, the the old Atali was basically like everybody flips the top card of their library. Uh, if it's a non-land card, you cast it for free. But mm -hmm. the new one is each player exiles until they hit one. It's kind of like it's kind of buck because it's like. Like you can't really, you can't really get. To, wait, what is the downside compared to it? It's it's not. It's on ETB and not attack, so you can't. Abuse, oh like, yeah, correct. It's an ETB instead of getting one every turn. But yeah, yeah. But then you have the flip side if you ever use the flip side. Yeah, which I assume that's why the Zeotaurus Proving Grounds are in the deck is just to add the third color for transforming Tali in the rare occasion. No, no, you don't need it at all. Um, in fact, it's for cycling. Um, oh. So that's why the Triomes are in there is so you can cycle and you can filter out if you need to. Okay, are, are you ever trying to sense. are you ever trying to flip a tally or no? I uh, so you are so so we'll get there for the win con there. So you, the deck does have kind of two bigger win cons that that really help clear the board and and, and yeah. win. Um, but the one really amazing thing that happens with the tally when you're playing against a Traxa is if you hit a tally and they f your opponent flips an Traxa, now you get the Traxa trigger as well. <laughs> That's why I think this deck is so dominant against Atraxa decks. Yeah, that's what Atali was has always been the best at. Like, well, I'm only as good as what your deck is giving me, right? Like, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. So when you're playing against that four color control and their win con is Atraxa, you're still in their win con. Yeah. Well, but also, yeah, that's also virtue of persistence is at the beginning of your upkeep, put target creature card from a graveyard. Yeah. Right. So if other people are milling to try and put stuff. Like to reanimate, you're, you like virtue is nuts. Mm -hmm. How often? How often do you do you put that thing down at seven mana? I guess you, the, the the deck is built to ramp, right? So. Yeah, the deck is built to ramp. I, I find that the virtue doesn't come out as often. So the virtue only comes out when the board state stalls. Okay. Um, but I find that you're much better off casting a tally or casting Chandra. Yeah. You're gonna get much more value out of that. You're trying to get at the value play as much as possible. Um, cool. Now, let's talk about the win con here. Uh, so, because this deck generates so much mana, uh, if you want to hover over a tally and you want to flip a tally. Yes. Okay. So, it takes nine and a Phyrexian mana to flip a tally. So, nine uh, yeah. should be incredibly easy, incredibly easy to get to. You're already at seven. If you, if you happen to flip Chandra uh, as, as the Atali flip, Chandra will give you the bonus two right there. And the important thing to know about the other side is the uh, is the poison counters. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is... 11-11 trample. Yeah, it doesn't say toxic or infect, right? It just says basically whenever he deals combat damage, they get that many poison counters. Yep. That is correct. So it, him, him in itself is dealing 11 to the board. So the best case scenario is for you to uh, cast a Tali... For the Atali to flip a Chandra, and then for you to have a burn down the house in your hand, because then you uh, you use the two mana from your uh, Chandra to flip Atali. Your Atali is eleven eleven, yep. and then you cast Burn Down the House, and Burn Down the House triggers twice because of Chandra. Yep. So you so wipe wipe the board and connect for eleven. Wipe the board, connect for eleven, you win. Yep. You got it. Okay, so that That's is dirty. Now, I love that. Yeah. Now, uh, if you want to scroll up a little bit to the four slot and you want to hover over Arcfina the Dross, 
Um, it should be right above uh, yeah, yep. Burn Down the House there. So what uh, Burn Down the House does, it gives you a second win con against those go wide decks. And the most important thing to read about that card is whenever another creature uh, hits the battlefield that your opponent controls, they lose two life. Oh, <laughs> Brady. Turn <laughs> <laughs> off by technology because... <clears throat> um, sorry, so yeah, yes. whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, it loses two life. Okay, so we're turning the, uh, the removal into a win con of in, itself. Into... Yeah, exactly, right? So ideally, you drop the Arcfiend. Who cares if the Arcfiend dies? If your opponent has a huge board state and they've gone wide, they're about to lose a ton of life. All right, so mass removal once again. We've got a we've got a line of text here on this Archfiend that says at the beginning of your upkeep, remove an oil counter from Archfiend of the Dross. That if it has no oil counters on it, you lose the game. Yeah. Yes. Are we able to sacrifice this creature and get around that, or is that like if we yeah, if we yeah definitely. Yeah? So, so does Shieldred's... <coughs> yeah, I guess Shieldred's Edict will let us get around this, right? Uh, not the Edict, not the Edict. Because um, yeah. I believe the Edict <clears throat> says Edict. Also, if oh, I... Oh, it does, yeah. Sorry. If, if if I read the sort of strategy as well, it's like, even if you had the mana <clears throat> to cast the Archfiend, if you're not set, if you're not properly set up to, like, do a burn down the house, like, you wouldn't cast the Archfiend. You're waiting mm-hmm. for when you know that you can pop it off, or else, realistically, it's you kind of just putting yourself at exposure. That's exactly yeah. it. So, yeah. so Archfiend is not always a four drop. Sometimes, even if you have uh, no, no play on turn four, sometimes you're passing the turn instead of casting the Archfiend. Yeah, that makes you sense. You got to be really careful there. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. how has this deck been for you so far? I, I see you've got we got the Celestis and the Iron Crag here. I assume this is just strictly for ramp, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got it for yeah. ramp there. Um, and keep in mind that with the Celestis there. Uh, the day night does allow you to card draw as well, so it allows you to filter yep. the deck if you need oh, to. Oh, cool. Mm. So yeah. I've had mixed results with the deck. Um, the thing I'm finding with the deck is that uh, it does great uh, against uh, a lot of decks that aren't able to uh, curve out. So um, that's kind of the the difficult part is if you're playing against a deck and the deck tempos out on you. Turn one, they play a creature. Turn two, another creature. Turn three, another creature. And then on turn four, you try and do a mass removal, and they counter it. You're you're kind of hooped. Yeah. Kind of hooped. The deck is, in my opinion, a, a mid range deck. Yeah. So, it does kind of get out tempoed by a lot of those fast decks. Yeah. So it, it's almost like it starts at mid range and then it hopes to curve to late game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the big one that I, I'm having difficulty with is against blue white soldiers because they get a ton of soldiers out, and then they've got uh, blue counter spells. So mm-hmm. then when you go to try and cast those mass removal spells, they just get countered. So Would it make sense to try and filter in at least like a playset of like something that's uh, targeted discard? Like, I don't know oh, if any of that yeah. exists. We've got in... that. We've got duress or sorry. We got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two duress in the sideboard. So... <clears throat> yeah. 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 So game one, game one is a little difficult. Game one, you, you basically just got to hope that they don't have as many counter spells for your, uh, to answer out your, answer your, your, uh, your plays. Yeah. But then game two, you really got to do that chess match where before you cast your uh, combo or cast a tally, um, you lay down the duress to figure out exactly what you're working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we got cut down, which is to control the early game if you're going up yeah. against yeah. stuff that's coming out quick, right? What is Gix's command? 
Destroy each creature with power two or less. Yeah. I mean. And I mean, yes, again, more, choose more two. Mass removal. Sick. Okay, Graveyard Trespasser is just a house in standard right now. Yep. Yeah. Enters a battlefield or attacks. Exile up to one target card from a graveyard. This is very efficient graveyard control. Uh, Deep oh, Cavern yeah. Bat seems good here, Kyle says in chat. Deep Cavern Bat. What? I, I, um, this is a card that I'm not super familiar with. Uh, Deep Cavern Bat. But I've heard so, people talking uh, about it. Yeah, the, the issue with Deep Cavern Bat is that uh, it does a great job of looking at your opponent's hand and mm -hmm. stealing a card, but your mass removal kills it. So your oh, Brotherhood's End, you burn down the house, it's five damage to everything or three damage to everything. So it kills the bat, and whatever card you've taken goes right back into your opponent's Oh, deck. okay, I see. So yeah, you're almost oh. foiling your own plan at a certain point. It, it's nice because you get the information, so you get to see what's in their hand by revealing it. So you get, you get the information play. But I find that for the one mana less, the duress is much better value. Cool. Yeah, yeah duress. Ooh. Hey, I brought this up with you when we were talking once on the podcast about Rakdos Scam and how to downgrade mm -hmm. potentially the build by using duress. And you're like, duress sucks. Now, am I hearing this now? The duress, no, duress has is... a little bit of balls. Well, I'll no, tell you. Is, yes. Duress has always been a good card. Duress is incredible when it's the best you have. Standard is limited to... Standard doesn't have Inquisition of Kozlak. It doesn't have Thoughtseize, yeah, yeah. right? We've got we've got Duress. I know, I know. <laughs> and and at I one mana, at one mana, like Duress is as old as time, and it'll do right. Like if that's what you have, that's what you got to use. And I mean, God, it'll, look at this it'll art. Do, it'll do. <laughs> look at this art. This Strixhaven yes, Mystical Archive, like oh, they were not. They knocked it out of the park for the Strixhaven 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 <laughs> Mystical Archive cards. They were they were all so no, gorgeous. Badass aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Sick. I okay. love the border on them. They're yeah, so nice. they are. They are. They they knocked it out. I just got actually a, I got a play set of lightning bolt, the foil lightning bolts. It's, I'm I've just dude. Popper has broken me. Like I I've been trying to <laughs> like put together nice like really pretty versions of all like the the Popper staples, and I'm just gonna sleeve them all in the same color sleeves just so that I can like. I I feel inspired to brew a lot of decks right now. And the yeah, fact that good. the fact that Popper yeah. is like I, I can I can literally just like cut and paste the list and and send it to my doorstep for thirty five bucks. It's yeah, amazing. Well, I, uh, now I just got my list uh, figured out from Phoenix. I'm working on an Impact Tremors slash uh, Firebrand Archer deck. Very very excited. Yeah, spicy, yeah. spicy. So I like it. Spicy. It's, well, hopefully it's not going to be as strong as my Simic Impact, but yeah. whatever. whatever. Oh, Brady, like if if I can't make yeah. it to Popper night tomorrow, you should go with Rocky. They're going to Ogre's Den to. Yep. To grind out some popper, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I have no reason yeah. not to. So, I have no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, is it okay if I give a little plug out here then? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. So Ogre's Den uh, every uh, second Wednesday. So every sorry, every other Wednesday. So every two weeks, uh, Ogre's Den has a tournament 7 p.m. Uh, it's a popper tournament. Uh, as far as I know, all the store prizing uh, goes towards it. And then every Saturday at first player, there is also Popper. Mm -hmm. And this Saturday specifically is the Popper Store Championships. I know. Uh, yeah, you actually, you were the one at the last face-to-face -face event. You were like, yo, you should sign up for this. It's January 27th. And I was fully on board until I realized that was the same date as the Saskatoon yeah. uh, event. So I know, yeah. Un unfortunately, unfortunate. So 
Uh, but Popper is blowing up here in Calgary, so I would love to see more players out for sure. Yeah, my uh, my uh, I got this like really cool leather harness that I got from a music festival years ago. It looks really badass. I feel like an actual proper, you know, like rogue from D and D wearing its you know his, his armor, and I can fit two Popper decks in both pockets, and I feel <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, a gun. Yeah. it's like literally a holster. It's styled like a gun holster. What am I pulling out of the pockets? It's a freaking Magic the Gathering deck. No, I love that flavor. It's good. Oh, God. I love it. I love so it. good. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's continue going through this right. sideboard. We got Lithomantic Barrage, which is quite a spell. It is. Yeah, it's the one... most important part about that is it can't be countered. Yeah, is spell can't be countered for one red sorcery. Lithomantic Barrage deals one damage to target creature or planeswalker. Deals five damage instead if that target. If that target is white and or blue. So, yeah, th this is what sideboards are for. They're for silver bullets. You want to have yeah. stuff that is like, I'm bringing this in against a certain opponent. And that is actually, man, like, I think, what was it, Fry was like this? It was like a good sideboard card. It couldn't be countered. One red did five damage. Here, I'm going to look that up. Fry was very similar. Uh, MTG Fry. Yeah, no, it's actually just one in a red, but it's an instant. Spell can't be countered. Fry deals five damage to target creature or planeswalker that's white or blue. So, Lithomatic Barrage, one damage to target creature or planeswalker. It's basically the same at sorcery speed for one mana less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Interesting. I, I mean, I wish it wasn't sorcery speed. I really do. But, you know. Eggers can't be choosers. <laughs> Can we just talk about the art on Fry for a second? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, just this smoking chicken legs. Yes, yeah, smoking chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, God, that spell was so funny. All right, and then we got, of course, two. Uh, what is this card? I've never seen I've never seen Shouldered the Apocalypse before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a bad that, card. Yeah. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. She does her best. <laughs> she does damn well than her best. I gotta tell. I gotta tell you, though, man. Planes. I gotta tell you, man. She's she's a free spirit because she's out here fucking everybody's life, <laughs> dude. And that is what I, I'm so proud of. Also, can we can we talk about the price right now? Can, can we talk about the price of Shield of the oh, Apocalypse? One hundred and one hundred and forty-two. Oh, one hundred thirty-nine dollars. Card Kingdom Maybe says yeah. ninety-nine ninety-nine American. Yeah, yeah, no, we looked it up today on Face to Face. One hundred thirty-nine. Yeah. Can we talk? And that's about just for that print. The other <laughs> yeah. prints are. Uh... A little, no, a little, little, my foil is, is worth like 166 well, American. Yeah, but what I want to talk yeah. about is the fact that the that the budget print, not budget, yeah. just the regular non-Gucci print. Yeah. When was the last time there was a $100 card in standard? It's been, a, it's been a minute. Right? Like this no, is... It's been, a, it's been a hot while, yeah. It's $100 Wait, American. I, I, I mean, I feel like the, uh, the incarnations got pretty close. Uh, pretty close to that. The incarnations? Are you talking about the... The, yeah, oh, the sorry. Like, like the Rakdos the scam cards. Well, yeah. those were in Modern Horizons, and they were never legal and standard. They were printed directly yeah. on Modern. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Modern is a commander thing. I don't know shit about Modern is not a commander thing. Modern is modern is a competitive color. format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Pioneer, Pioneer, Modern, uh, Standard. Well, so, okay. Pioneer, Modern, and Standard, they're, they have similarities in the fact that they, they take all of the main story sets, right? Is yeah. like what they yeah. put in there. Modern is weird because at one point they just decided to print these like 
secondary supplemental sets that were not legal in anything other than just modern, right? Modern yeah. Modern Horizons was like, what if we just printed modern cards straight to modern? They, 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 don't, they don't have to go through standard, right? So we don't have to worry yeah. about them being too powerful for standard or yeah. too powerful for pioneer. What if we just printed cards that were modern power level? Well, but that's what they, that's what they promised. And then they were like modern plus, yeah. plus, plus, plus. And they basically like the format has, the format is before modern horizons and after modern horizons. It, it was like a complete and total set rotation. Yeah. I always, I always just joke. It's that the format is just who can build the best scam deck. That's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <that's modern. laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, I thought it was so funny that when they finally banned, uh, they, they banned fury. fury to try and yeah. tag the the Rakdos scam decks. And then the first big tournament following that ban was won by Rakdos scam without fury. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think they should have gotten rid of uh grief instead of fury. Fury fury I, is good. Grief I think was just that little bit more potent. Yeah. yeah. I'm confused by that. Why why fury like hand control is on average I think the most crippling for Right, but Fury Fury uh, cleans up meta players saying that, but yeah, you know, Fury yeah, basically sucks. made it so that like like you could Fury is a, a red card. Let's just bring it up on screen here. Mm -hmm. uh, MTG all I have to do is add one letter to Fry. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we can get Fury. So Fury is double strike. It's a five mana. You'll never pay five mana ever. Uh it is Double strike for three three. When it enters a battlefield, it deals four damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures or planeswalkers, and mm -hmm. it you can evoke it for exiling a red card from your hand. So the four damage is divided. You can do one 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 and one. That's that was the yep. bi the big thing about it is that it, it could it could just wrath everybody's board. Ban 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 yep. ban 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 ban. That's so funny. Like, Only four formats. It's legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got banned in modern. It's legal in legacy, vintage, commander, and oathbreaker. But yeah, um, Fury banned. Fury deserved to get banned. I think Fury, like the the evoke elementals were. Have you have you played much modern, Rocky? Uh, no, that's the one format I can't afford to play. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I agree with you, Tanner. Fury did deserve. I I I still think it would probably would have made sense at least for the health of the format, for the health of play, and everything that's going on. Like I, I'd be curious to see because we can't really know unless we see the st statistics, and we're not going to it now. If they'd gotten rid of grief instead of fury, because fury is good at like going wide, hitting hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but kind of like Brady said before, it's like the grief hand control. I feel is like kind of what was making the Rakdos scam decks really sore. There's so much other things as we're looking through this list for this Atali deck that do what fury was doing. Yeah, they might cost a little bit more, but they're still there and they're still viable. Where if you're if your opponent doesn't have a hand, they're not. You can't. You can't play again if you don't yeah. have a hand. The the they reason ran out of Pokemon. They ran well, out of so Pokemon. I guess. Yeah. Do we do we want to shock call this? Do we think Grief is going to still catch a ban? I think, I don't think I, it's going to catch a ban now that they've done Fury. No. I, well, I don't. No. We'll we'll see how they adapt and abuse Grief. Yeah, actually, I, I I'm going to go on the side that it won't because. Um, yeah, they want like Kyle saying in chat they wanted to neuter, not kill the deck, which is is yeah. responsibly the way that you want to uh, handle bans and restricting restrictions. You do yeah. want to take a shot at something to amend the problem, but you like you it, in the best case scenario you don't want to ranch the deck. Yeah, right. Because like want people buying those cards, playing those. Yeah, cards, because like... consumer confidence is a huge thing. Like the the banning department of of Magic the Gathering 
if yeah. if they were if they were to ban the One Ring right when it came out when everybody was really mad about mm-hmm. the One Ring in modern. <laughs> Like yeah. the the stockholders on Hasbro, bro, there would be yeah. there would be assassinations happening. It's like no, like that card yeah, is selling basically. boxes. Like that card's that card's buying me a new house. Like you know, like there's so much interest. There's so much push and pull, and like consumer confidence is one thing, right? Like let's say somebody buys four copies of the One Ring and they get yeah. banned in three weeks, and they're like, dude, now my cards are worthless. Like I'm I'm yeah. never going to invest in another pricey deck again. Which oh, yeah. people I, people not investing in pricey decks means yeah. that less cards sell. It's it's uh, speaking of decks. Uh, Mercy is asking exactly uh, what deck is this? Ooh. How how would you coin this this deck? How, how would you yeah, Rocky, it? you would say this is black deck. black red control. Uh, this 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 deck is uh, formerly known as Rakdos Ramp. Um, Rakdos is, is Ramp. It is called. It's Rakdos Ramp. Is is what this Jun. deck is. So uh, if you are looking, if you are looking <coughs> online, it is not Rakdos Midrange. Rakdos Midrange is a completely different deck. So yeah. this is Rakdos Ramp. Yeah, Kyle's saying yeah. switch to Orzov scam. That deck hit it uh, in modern. <laughs> it it's trying. From what That's I hear, it's trying. trying. Yeah. The like ephemerate ephemerate combo with grief. I mean, that was what everybody was afraid of when grief got spoiled, right? Oh, yeah. When when Modern Horizons mm-hmm. Two was on the spoiler list. And they saw grief. People were like, "Dude, Ephemerate is insane with this." Yeah, and it is. But actually, yeah, like when they, when it comes to neutering a deck, they did it. It it is not as much of a menace anymore. We're back to the good old days of uh, 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 Amulet Titan still slapping. <laughs> I really want to make a Saltai Commander deck that can abuse Simic, uh, like co- uh, token creation, and just create a hundred griefs. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like my flavor. <laughs> So like something using Essex, you know, like oopsies, there's ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, just because I got brought up I'm before. Of the pers- oh. Oops, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm of the personal opinion that I, I think we should just uh, get rid of that deck altogether. The, <laughs> the modern meta right now is so unhealthy that I think that deck just needs to go. Just scam in general. Just kill it and let's see. Uh, let's see how the meta yeah, adapts. And- do you think? Do you think there's ever going to be a dawn where they ban deck lists? You know? Mm. Do you think that's ever going to be a thing? Is that no. too eccentric? That's, that's so. Too, is that that's so hard. You want to hit as as little as possible, know. right? Because otherwise, you scare people. It's also kind of impossible to do it because it's like so. You ban a deck list. Does that mean only that configuration of the list? If I swap uh, out one stack of four cards for another, it's all of a sudden legal. I don't know. Right. We tried taking away blue once in a tournament, and what happened? <laughs> yeah, was, was the caveat, <laughs> yeah so. it, was, it was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you take away people's blue and they're just like fine nobody gets blue to have any fucking away. fun <laughs> yeah see we got well, it's, it's actually funny you say that um i, I don't know if any, any of the uh followers of the stream are uh Yu-Gi-Oh players but uh, my understanding Yu-Gi-Oh. is actually that's that's apparently what Yu-Gi-Oh does um, yeah so Yu-Gi-Oh, uh every every ban season they just ban the top three decks yep. is apparently how that they do it so. and how long is a season uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. Unfortunately, because if it was like three weeks, it's, that'd be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is a weird. It's a weird. Uh, it's a weird. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh is missed women. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh is a different kind of beast. Yu-Gi-Oh's. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know how to describe it. It's. It's closer to solitaire than. Like it's a. It's. 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 It's weird. When anybody watching this or listening to this, go look up on YouTube. Just look up competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, and. Let your brain be fried by the fact that like eighty thousand things happen that 
seem to have no correlation with each other and yet people are still just like okay yeah cool that was a great game i i didn't i scoop yeah let's do another one it's like what did i just watch there was guys yeah, some guy on uh, social media made this perfect example of a be of the best starting hand uh for yeah. magic and the worst starting hand for Yu-Gi-Oh, and it was the same thing he had spending like 10 minutes to get to the win turn one for the Yu-Gi-Oh player and then yeah. it was like a turn one soul ring into this okay yeah and a pass and then he does everything else turn two and then wins and it's like and the way he concludes it was like uh, with the magic player, he's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I just haven't had the really good starting hand. And the guy with the video player was just like, man, I'm sorry. That just sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, two totally different beasts. Yeah, totally different beasts. There's that one guy, too, especially, I can't remember his name right away. Unfortunately, I can't prop him up. But he, he he's a magic player playing Yu-Gi-Oh! On, on social media somewhere. I think it's on Twitch and on YouTube. And it's, it's the things coming out of his mouth while he's trying to comprehend all these new zones and weird things that the Yu-Gi-Oh! meta has constantly evolved over the mm -hmm. last decade and stuff. It's just, I can't understand any of it. I remember one card, Magical Marionette, and I think I can translate it in magic terms. So whenever a creature dies, you put a 1-1 counter, you put a counter on Magical Marionette. And then for two mana, you remove a counter and you destroy target creature. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. So anyone Gee, watching this like, at all, look up Magical Marionette. Isn't that like, uh, might... what is that, that Karlov or whatever? That... Uh, that's like going to be getting health, put a thing on it. And then, oh, yeah, or even like the Yeah, you, you put counters on it and then you remove counters to exile. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So it's the uh, same game. Marionette, I love that card. And the art was really <laughs> cool, too. I really love the art. It was some kind of crazy ethereal ghost puppet master. And I was just like, yeah, anime. Mm. Ooh, I've got a... I've not watched any since. I've got an idea. Can we... Uh, we're on Moxfield here, this list that you sent me, Rocky. Can we do uh, sample opening hands? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scroll yeah, down. You can. Scroll down. Here we go. This is our opening hand. You, guys... you, can, you, can even, you can even play test it if you scroll down just a teeny bit more. Play test, yep. yeah. Oh, so so I'm just, I, I wouldn't mind just talking opening hands because this is going to be like, I don't know if you've ever sat down and it, like, it matters, right? Opening hand is yeah. so important. And uh, before you give me pointers, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess here. Archfiend is something you don't want to cast on four, correct? Yeah, you'd be correct here. But yeah. we've got four lands and two pieces of removal. And I assume that we're, we're going to likely see a lot of removal in our opening hand because the deck is loaded with it. Um, is this a keep? That, that hand is money. Yeah, that hand is money. Yeah. This is tapped yeah, unless yeah, you control two lands. This is... Uh... This is impressive. I'm uh, I'm happy to see this right now. This is mm -hmm. kind of cool. It's kind of inspired me to make not like if anything. I'd have to proxy a list like this, frankly, with my budget right now. But you know what? The more I'm, like, <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm like, enlisting Rocky this, to yeah. borrow it from. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, this is a awesome. five hundred and seventy-one dollar American, I guess, list. Yeah, like standard decks are expensive now. <laughs> hey, do you remember your standard yeah. deck at the time when you were playing Nicole Bolas and you had all those uh, unset land or the Infinity lands? I think it was. And, well, yeah, like, we did like a. Yeah, that was like yeah. I, I Gucci'd out the basics because I had them, but oh, like yeah. if you put a list in on Moxfield or whatever, it's gonna show you the minimum price, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm assuming that this minimum price is pretty inflated because of the two copies of Shieldred in the sideboard. <laughs> that's yeah. that's exactly it. So I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I I don't have the two copies of Shieldred in here. I I don't understand why they're in the sideboard. I don't understand when you. Bring well, them. I happen Canard, I happen Canard, to know somebody them. that's got two copies of Shieldred. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do 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 any of you guys, Brady or Brandon, do you have any uh, copies of Cavernous Souls? I do. I do I not. Two. I do actually. That's the uh, uh, choose a creature type, right? Yeah, yeah. the land that makes them uncountable. 
Cool. So, two soldiers and two caverns of souls. Yeah. This deck could use some cavern of souls as as my modification playing it, because um, that'll help prevent uh, your Italia from getting countered. So. She's got a name dinosaur. <laughs> Heck yeah. Also, I'd just like to make note, because we've had some people ask about it from like around YouTube, around Reddit, around around some of our other social medias. If you have a deck that you want to see us play, ideas for a commander that you just want to see us like run away with sort of thing, let us know. Like shoot down in the comments of this video. Like find a way to let us know like what you're thinking. Cause if you want to see us pilot a specific commander or you want us to like build a specific deck to like see on the channel at some point, we'd love to like take some of these ideas and run away with them. Yeah, totally. Like Twitch streamers do that where they'll take like donos or whatever, right? Like play my deck. Like, man, I will, I I will subject myself to some, some hilarious shit. You tell me what deck to play and I'll I'll do it. Exactly. Um, I do want to draw one more hand here. Because the first one was, yeah, it, it seemed like a keep. It's like low-cost removal, four <clears throat> lands. Uh, this one, one looks like an even bigger keep. We've got three lands, Takanuma, Blackleaf Cl- Cliffs, and a Swamp. The Virtue is a two-drop, early removal, in a minus three, minus three. Yeah. Breach. You got that big score. Breach is a late-game seven-drop. It's, it's, you know, big score will get you there. Burn down the house. This... Okay, the only early play here is Virtue. So that's the only thing that worries me, right? What do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, so so the hand you're seeing here, it would be very dependent on what type of deck your opponent's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, this type of hand is a little too slow if you're playing a fast deck, but if you're playing against an attractive deck, this is more than fine. So you cool. really got to be mindful that your hand is very dependent on how fast your opponent can tempo it on you. Um, otherwise, it, this this hand would just be too slow. You'd be you'd be dead yeah. before you could cast anything. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do <laughs> one more hand. Just snap it off. We got two lands. We got two archfiend. Just, just two more minutes. Just two more minutes. <laughs> uh, cool, Luca. Yeah, two minutes, my little two-year-old. Well, apparently I woke up earlier. Oopsies. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if you've noticed my, te- my whole tempo changed. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, that's fine. No, it was, it was at the very beginning, 37 minutes ago. Oh, oh okay. No bother. Um, no, no so bother. this hand, um, <laughs> Brotherhood's End is a three-drop. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but- Two lands in hand and two archfiends. If I had to take a guess, that was that's likely a like necessary. Yeah, I, I think I would ship this. Correct. Yeah, you'd be correct. Yeah. Cool. So uh, the rule rule of thumb for this deck is that you really should at least have three lands in hand. Three lands and a couple early plays. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to have the early plays, but no matter what, I would I would say the non-negotiable is the three lands. I, I have yet to ever yeah. keep a hand. That has at least three. Just just because you do need to curve out, you need to build, you need to play a land every turn. And yeah. and and color correct. Yeah. Like John. not necessarily color correct. Um, the reason being is because your field of ruins and your your land destruction will help you uh, search for the lands. Yeah. Um, so you have you have seven of them in here between field of ruin and the other one. Oh yeah, we're looking at three demolition field yeah. and four field of ruin. So. Demo field. Yeah, you got it. So you got seven of them. Man. Um, yeah, and so you're you're gonna want to cut two of those for Cavern of Souls. Yeah. So th- this is a whole this is a whole game in itself in figuring out which land to take your opponent off of. 
Am I literally going to lend like five hundred dollars <laughs> worth of cards to Tanner? <laughs> get, hey, my sugar daddy. We're going to go to a different city. As <laughs> insane. insane. When I got the the first one, it was it was a birthday gift from one of the, one of my closest friends here, and uh, it was amazing. It's also foil. The shield. Yeah, like I was. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, like, brand new, like literally, like a week old. I was like, bro, thank you. Which and at- then the second one, I was a dummy and I bought, and that I I maybe starved for two weeks. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But even back then, they, hey, they weren't playing, even as pricey. Bought, it was 80 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're playing Cardboard Futures, you're actually winning right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that, shared, that love is being shared with Brandon here soon, so. Well, I yeah. I want to say thank you very much, like, for trusting me to, to pilot one of your, like, very sick decks that I, I, I had no idea what it was that you were playing. I was just like, I trust Rocky. I'm going to ask him. Let's see if you'll let me like yeah, spin the yeah, wheels on this. There's gonna be an insurance policy. We're gonna double deck it, double sleeved, you know, everything. It's yep. gonna have like yep. a chest <laughs> transport. I will <laughs> I will also right split here. my my whatever winnings I get with the deck. Like, yeah. Uh just uh just don't forget your double trigger on the Chandra, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because if if you forget if you forget the double trigger, the judge will not you like, uh, um, Judge, excuse me, just one moment. Yeah. Call it Rocky. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what did you say? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's it's because, yeah. specifically because it's where you may choose, right? Yeah. Uh, no, because if you miss the trigger and the board state changes, they can't go back. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I actually don't know. I, I can't remember if it says you may. I, I can't yes, remember. so it says whenever you, it says whenever you cast, uh, you may choose, no, wait, an instant or sorcery spell copy it. So, no. It's not a may as to whether or not the spell is copied. It's just a may Correct. as to the choosing new targets. Correct. <coughs> but if mm. if you fail to um, recognize the trigger and the board state has changed, and yeah. you've already made too many moves, you you can't go back. Right. Well, I am not promising you that I will play this deck perfectly. I am going to leverage yeah. the amazing two people here to my. Brady and Brando, I'm we gonna have a healthy bank. Yeah, like our card collection altogether is 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 healthy, so we'll be able to help you out for sure. What I'm I asking, right now have to start digging for two cabinet of souls, though. That's gonna be irritating. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> my decks are all packed up. I have to unpack some of my decks. Oh shit, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. it could be the difference, Brady. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, the well, difference. two cabinets of souls, like literally the first one I, I I like bought a long time ago, and then I can't even remember. I got the MH2. The, the last one that came out, whatever one got released, I got a Cavern of Souls then. So nice. I just happened to look out. And then same thing with the Shieldred. So I, it's actually pretty cool. I'm able to really help out this uh, this yeah. Saskatoon trip moment. So Yeah, teamwork. If uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if any of the viewers right now can uh, can tell me why they think that they're playing Shieldreds in the sideboard, I I still can't figure it out. I don't I don't know what matchup mm-hmm. I would sideboard in the Shieldreds, to be honest. Yeah, so, so I guess we're we're thinking that like the shieldreds are there and we can put them in the sideboard. We just don't know which matchup there. Yeah, I don't really know what they go up against. So, hmm. Any any card dependent, any card draw dependent, brew. It's yeah. like, oh, that synergy was drawing a lot of cards, and I lost. Well, maybe the shieldred mill will make a difference. That's the, you know, it'll be like sideboard in the moment, especially if you're holding like moments like that will come down to the intuition of, of mm-hmm. the player. You know, like okay, I definitely feel like this is a dead card in my hand for this one moment. Like it'll be on the spot probably in which you'll know what card to swap out for shielded. So, yeah. All right. Well, I feel like I may need to have one more little like 
locker room primer with Rocky before I go out and step into the the, the field and play. But I am curious. Uh, like you invited uh, to come down to Ogre's Den to play some popper tomorrow. What what deck are you yep. playing in popper? Uh, I think tomorrow, just because I, I am very tired, uh, I'll be playing Affinity, just because <laughs> Affinity is so straightforward. Oh, that's the uh, that's the uh, all the glitters, right? Uh, yeah, you got it. I am yeah. right now doing my best to create a hybrid of that brew, and I don't. I'm like I'm just trying to be cocky, but also creative. I'm gonna I'm gonna few I'm gonna find the bridge between all that glitters and um, ethereal armor. Okay. And I want okay. I want to make so I'm gonna, instead of clues, I want to somehow find a a knack with enchantment creatures. And what inspired me with that was the the ninja from Kamigawa. I was like, shit, that's a blue creature enchantment creature from a completely different yeah. set. So I'm like, and I was so I was like kind of resourcing uh, uh, or like looking for more or less applicable popper spells from the original Theros. It's kind of hard. Yeah. So I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep kind of digging. I, I could have probably done way better searching with Scryfall. Yeah, I, mean, I think I can do it. I think I can find the bridge there. My worry sense. is that like you're taking, you're taking an artifact focused deck, which is all artifacts. And then there's enchant enchantment focus enchantment. deck. Turning no, enchantment. but are you are you also doing all the glitters because all the glitter yeah. all, the, all the glitters also cares about enchantments, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say costs one. Yeah. So you're going to switch yeah. it basically more to, to an enchantment build. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But so far, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll try to see it works. I've seen every other uh, uh, deck so far since we talked about it last time. Are like. The, the artifact really does slap. The affinity, you mm -hmm. can't argue with that. So definitely lesser tiered. If anything, I'll just have fun with it and then go for the the affinity uh, brew, but whatever. So far, it's actually, I it's actually funny. Oh, it's, it's actually funny. I was going to say the, the deck you want to probably build is mono white. Um, so just mono, mono white. white. Yeah, mono white uh, artifacts, and then you have enchantment creatures. So um, like, yeah. There are, there is a, there's a few one drops from uh, Theros. There's like that one that has lifelink. As bestow as well, but honestly, a one a one one with lifelink, and then also potentially first strike. Sounds yep. pretty sweet. Okay, I'm gonna and follow your advice here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you want to build probably mono white there. Cool. We have a popper uh, consultant now for the channel, boys. This is great. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to utilize a lot of your skills because I still have no idea what I'm doing with popper. Popper commander, oh. I can work around because I am a commander player. Popper sixty, I've put two together and they they're all right. Like the first Canada. one I put together is Golgari, uh, Gol yeah, Golgari Tron, kind of. It's just fast <laughs> land and then big, like five fours and eight nines with trample, and it's like, eh, it does things, but in the face of like infect, I'm gonna get bodied. <laughs> you know what? Props to Tanner for getting me really excited about that because when I showed him my Demir brew, he's like, okay, cool, but have you thought of Simic? And then we went through some deck techs, and since then I've I, I have been hooked. I am oh, yeah. so excited now. I'm, I'm making as much as there's like a metaphor, and I want to respect the meta. Popper, well, I mean, in sixty card, you know, I don't know. I think I think there's a chance to to be creative, not necessarily go hyper tier competitive. Like my Simic brew is fast. It is oh, devastating. Yeah. I can win turn two. We've done the math now. It's possible. Fantastic. So yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Got all a bunch of those yeah, one it's, drops. It's oh, funny one drops because like this this Ultratron deck that I finally put together. Because I was talking with you, uh, Rocky, at face to face about like I've got the Tron shell. I just don't know where to go with it. There was Jess guy. There's like, there's all these different builds. The the Ashnod's altar mirror retriever loop one is it, yeah. it just it's the one that grabbed me. But like yeah, it's it's nice. It's got uh, it's got weather the storm, which is a storm card. Uh, you're basically casting a, a number of low cost spells in the turn, and then you'll cast weather the storm to gain maybe 15 life because you get the five storm triggers, and it buffers your life total. 
to continue going on extra turns. But against Infect, that does nothing. Yep. Right? Like against <laughs> Infect, you're like, well, I guess I'll just die. <laughs> guess I'll just die. The original conception of the deck was pretty cheeky. I used uh, Supernatural Stamina, which honestly, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, it's almost like utilizing um, Snakeskin Vial. It gives it, at least if it does die, it returns, tat, so limited. And obviously, it only increases it by two, but having that just come back, potentially, or even has, uh, holding it in my hand a few times, because when I uh, beat Tanner when we did our, our uh, best of three once on the, on the channel, um, one of those games ended up coming down to having a Watery Wings or a Titanic Growth-style card, as well as the, the model Black spell. So it was turn three, I dealt seven Infect. And he was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, right. what am I going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Popper's I mean, so I, cool. I, I've actually thought about building that uh, that Infect X, so I'll be very interested. It's good. No, honestly, I'll, I'll uh, uh, we'll we'll link you the yeah. the brew. I have it all uploaded now on my Moxfield, so I'll share it with you. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. we'll put yeah. it in the description uh, of this podcast. Heck yeah! <laughs> yeah, if any of you guys ever are in need of a of a uh, Popper deck, I've got five different decks built. So <laughs> yeah. good to know. Yeah, we're gonna have. Cool. Uh, we were talking about that over time. We're gonna have like a pretty. We're gonna have like a wall, like a Popper wall, like shelf unit thing. You know interchangeable hey who wants to play what you know whatever yeah i'd like to it's hard to it's it's hard to make it like field your own right like it's more of a community mm -hmm. thing popper at the end of the day even though it's 1v1 depending on how you want to play it but specifically 1v1 you know like just get up and go you know it all comes down to your skill at that point it's not about your deck you're not about your amazing deck building it's about how true a player you are how much of a sorry how efficient a player you are how fast you can be you know that kind of stuff depending on the tier i'm sure there's casual 1v1 popper Yeah, sure. that, that, and that's what I love about it is that it's it's all about the pilot more than yeah. anything, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the the playing field has been balanced out. Yeah, anybody can build a deck. You can't get you can't get priced out of a deck. Yeah, the, the, and that pilot analogy honestly does transfer into almost every format. Like you can have, we just had uh, props to Matthew who just came onto our, uh, our channel recently. He was a very very skilled player. Amazing etiquette, to, especially oh, yeah. when you're playing with him. He, uh, Brandon, do you remember that turn? I was just like, why didn't I record that? His turn three win with Kinnan. Yeah, one of the most elaborate, like like word for word he was a beat poet he was like okay yeah. i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna and i'm gonna present this infinite and he's like wait and they kind of did like a this oh yeah i have the win and there's and then <laughs> even though he had like a speed bump yeah it was just it was two it was a minute oh, yeah. talk was, of explaining it it was like surgical. Never seen that. it was, it was surgical surgical it's yeah. and then you get to see a little bit of that uh if you any of you listening head over to the channel it's yeah. uh uh it's our tribe or typal episode. I like I like saying typal tribe. <laughs> typal tribe. Yeah, Trolling. Uh... It trolls, but whatever. It's uh, tripal? My iteration of tripal. <laughs> uh, I did want to say this about Matthew, or in terms of the, the the pilot analogy. So it really does. Like he ended up playing my my Gala's death deck, and, and, and without really realizing what it couldn't couldn't do, you know, he still had amazing turns. Like he knew exactly what to do, what to play. So again, it comes down to the pilot. You can be, you know, one of the worst players in the world. And play a really strong deck, and it won't matter. It literally won't matter. One of the best players in the world, and play one of the weakest decks, and there's a chance you're gonna be playing it better than any new new period. You know, you, like it's just it, it's it's night and day, frankly, when it comes to it. The pilot makes all the difference. Well, I mean, there's a reason that when you look at Magic Worlds, it's usually the same faces. Like Reed, Reed Duke is an absolute amazing Magic player. So yeah, there's a reason why he's always he's always at the World Tour. Yeah, who was our most recent world champion? Um, geez, who was it? It was um, Nathan. Was it Nathan Stoyer, or was that the previous year? 
Yeah, no, Broader? it was Nathan Story. Yeah, was. yeah. Uh, for the last pro tour, uh, for the last worlds. Yeah, I and I it. guess for anybody watching, if you haven't ever like gone back and like go go look up YouTube and search up the Magic World Championship, and the goal we'll go watch like a finals round. Like, it is, it's yeah, it's Nathan it's Stewart. the pinnacle, yeah. the pinnacle of yeah. competitive Magic. It's it's the best of the best that are, like people that are. You know, you win enough pro tours or whatever to get an invite to the world championship, and then it's the best in the world competing for like the the greatest. Like it, it's the the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl of Magic. It's the sports yeah. ball. Event, it's the baby. sports ball. But it is it is so <laughs> cool to watch people play at that level. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I recommend going and watching tournament Magic. Yeah. Uh, the broadcasters so, do such a good job. So yeah. just because just yeah. it was funny for bringing up because you were kind of asking there, uh, Rocky, about like specifically for this brew that Tanner's playing, um, like where would you slot in the Shouldred? What is like, like, like where is that good? And yeah. I was just kind of looking here. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, for Nathan Stewer, um, first card on the list, three Shouldred the Apocalypses. Main deck or sideboard? A, uh, main deck. <clears throat> yeah, he he's he's playing a very different kind of deck though. It looks like he is playing something similar to Rakdos Scam. Are a we lot of, are we looking at his wait his winning deck top four standard? Oh, this is standard. No, yeah, no. We're so we're this this deck that Rocky's giving me is standard. Okay, yeah. So let me look so at this up, yeah, uh, Nathan. This is actually yeah. We might st uh, e u r. Yeah, e u e r. Uh. S T E U E R. Yeah. yeah. Nathan Stoyer. Worlds. Yeah, standard. Shoulder of the Apocalypse. Four Blood Tithe Harvesters. Oh, yeah. That's that's Rakdos midrange you're looking at. Yeah. As soon as you I'm say not. Blood Tithe yeah. Harvesters, yeah. yeah, that's midrange. So, very different deck. Yeah. We're talking oh, yeah, about. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, event World Championship. Grixis midrange is that's what Nathan Grixis. Stoyer was playing. Oh, yeah. Grixis midrange. Yeah. yeah. Is there a visual view on this website? Here we go. Visual view. Okay, we're gonna punch oh, yeah. up the oh. just yeah, just while we Good while we look at this. Buster. Goal Reckoner oh, Bank right. Buster. A braid, man. A braid, just a good card. Blood mm -hmm. Tithe Harvester too. Super competitive spell, honestly. Yeah, uh we're gonna go ahead and say like these cards right here. Four yeah. of Fable of the Mirror Breaker, four of Invoke yeah. Despair. Yeah. The yeah. bane of standard at this point. Because Fable's, oh, yeah. Fable's banned right now. Yep. It did eventually catch a ban, I believe, after this mm -hmm. event. Yep. Um, Fable of the Mirror Breaker is such a good card. And I remember, like, during previous season, people were like, I don't know. Like, the token seems like it'll be okay. <laughs> it's the like... Worth so much money now. Actually, I was like, okay, because yeah. I, I lucked out. I got one um, during the draft, actually. The one time I, I actually drafted the goddamn... Um, Yo, yeah, and, uh, that that what is it? The Goblin Shaman token. Yeah, it's worth like eight bucks American. Shaman. Oh yeah, sure something is. like that. No, you, okay. You want to know? It's hilarious. What I heard on, uh, I heard this on a podcast recently, and we'll we'll talk about the OG modern players, this and that. Yeah. Hey, this well, more expensive than I said. This token, <laughs> the Goblin Shaman token, is more expensive than Tarmogoyf right now. <laughs> there used to be a day. Where Tarmogoyf was the biggest baddest thing in modern, and it was like hundreds of dollars, and now the Goblin Shaman token from Fable of the Mirror Breaker is worth more than friggin' Tarmogoyf. That's funny. Uh, 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 yeah, magic is funny. 
Magic is very funny. Yeah. Anyway, I'm. That's why trading trading cardboard futures is uh, nothing but laughter and tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, tears and laughter, laughter and tears. That's all magic is. Well, is there anything else anybody wants to touch on? We're just over an hour and twelve. I, I do. I, I, I want to. I want to shamelessly plug some things I've been working really hard on, boys. I am, for those not aware, a perfumer. I'm a huge hobbyist with it. I'm very excited about it, and uh, very soon here, I'm going to be releasing a uh, string of um, colognes, essential oil uh, perfumes, and such. Uh, all magic themed. This one I'm holding in my hand right now is in a sage bottle, but I call it Nemesis. It I've been puffing it just like this whole time, just like <laughs> just this smells it. so good. <laughs> this is one of my this. I'm just really impressed. Like, Can confirm he, the, the scents he makes are phenomenal, and they like yeah. they're very different, like in a well, good way. Like, yeah, the they're, one they're, they're not the scents that you encounter people wearing on your regular day to day, but they stand out. Like yeah, this one's a very complicated blend using the base of patchouli and frankincense. So the patchouli is very, very overpowering. I have a little bit of ylang ylang um, and frankincense, bergamot. And I think I added like a few drops of lavender. I have to like figure out the proportions exactly for this. But I like once the send now, like my neurodivergence will understand it. I pretty <laughs> much have, uh, remember how to make it. My last one, that was really good. And I, I could bring this anywhere. I'd dose my, you know, going into a show or like with my fan, right? My, uh, my prop fan. You just mm-hmm. cover it a little bit with my perfume and you go into any club and people stop and they're like, oh man, like, at, at, uh, what was it? Electrodeo, Electrodeo. People were just yeah. like, oh, that, like you're, 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 you're dancing among a bunch of really sweaty smell, like smelly people, you know, sometimes people you'll coming in for the, yeah, and people, people were approaching me and I was like, what is, it, what, you, what is that? I'm like, it's my own perfume. And like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you call it? I'm like, well, I call this a Johnny's Bane. And they're like, what? And like, well, it kills cats. <laughs> <laughs> it is true a lot of essential oils the majority of them i would say i would say 90 for 95% of essential oils will kill yeah. a cat yeah yeah it we have, not going to go out of the way to consume it we have three but cats like, in this house no i'm aware i don't get to diffuse very often because of it and honestly whenever yeah. i do wear this i never i like i don't you you won't see me like if you smell me you'll also not be able to see you'll never see me hold johan yeah. you know so there's, there's going to be a lot of uh, disclaimers. In fact, I want to spread awareness of this because there's a lot of animals that are put through quite a lot when it comes to it, and they have the strongest smells and schnozzes yeah. in the world. Yeah, they do. And this stuff is poisonous to them, frankly, and there's not enough of that. that yeah. I really want to hopefully oh. use this Magic the Gathering-themed light of perfume to also spread <laughs> animal health awareness. Animal health awareness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Might as well. So, so, yeah, Why is so it called everybody... Johnny Spain? Just kill exactly. your cat. <laughs> So yeah, everybody stay tuned for Sense by Brady. Sense by Brady. God. Sense by Magic. Is there, hold on. This is there, called Nemesis because it slays. Is there a magic card that has the word Sense in it that you could theme this off of? Uh, uh, I almost said something, but it was a freaking magic. It was a Pokemon move. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, oh, okay, well, wait. Urza's Destiny. Scent of Ivy. <laughs> Scent oh, of Cinder. Oh, there's a whole lot. There's a whole lot. There's a bunch of these cards. Scent of Cinder. Scent of Cinder. Cinderglade. Oh, Scent that's... of Cinderglade. No, Ooh, I don't that's know. I'm gonna, like this one's called Nemesis. I have a Johnny's Bane. I'm gonna work on a couple more. I, I have one called the Artificer that's like kind of in the works. It's gonna be. It's like a a less intense mint kind of fusion of things. I wanted to kind of like. I don't know not be like you know when you wear we're like no like i'm i'm working with eucalyptus and mints and stuff like that and honestly those are intense like the profiles are insane so i'd be very careful with it you can ruin a lot of things with just a single drop of peppermint oh yeah and eucalyptus is the same way even though it's very like but they're both incredibly medicinal for their own reasons yeah like what like every candy cane ever 
Yeah, so when you touch your eyeball just a tiny bit, you're gonna be like, it's like it's almost like yeah. bear spray. Getting mint in your eye, essential oil. It's that's happened to me a few times. It's just, yeah. All right. Gloves. Brady, if, uh, Brady, if you can make me one that's got knock charm in it, I will definitely. Play I know it. how to make that. There's uh, the scents yeah. actually from Champa are uh, sandalwood with patchouli and a couple other ones. Yeah. So that's yeah, easy so enough. If you want yeah. to make me one that that's got uh, you know hints of that, I would love it. I'll call it the Jund. Okay. <laughs> the Jund. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. One uh, thing we got to touch on before we go. Sorry, Mercy in chat saying, I know you all are past an hour, but we can all complain about how fast the cats and dogs secret layer sold. We will. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. surprising. Yeah. It's well, not surprising. I, not surprising I, I, no, no, no. I didn't it even blink. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, this is an impossible mission for the majority of the world. Yeah. So I'm not, not going to bite. I want to just say, buying. as a PSA to anybody, uh, thanks, Kyle. If this is a good stream. Thank you. I want to, I'm going to warn you as well. If, if you want to buy secret layers from now on, uh, things have changed. And I just want everybody to know that if you if you see a secret layer get announced and you're like, oh, that seems like something I would like to buy, yeah, Wizards is gone, um, full jealous girlfriend or whatever, right? Yeah. Like they're just like, no, like it, you either get it today or never. And it's, I guess that's what, would be a right? girlfriend when one when did the Rin and Siri one, the cats and dogs one, like that's only been a week or something, right? And now it's all gone. So. Yeah. Six hours, six hours. It's, I did look oh, it up. Like, yeah, all those, all those original Grand Series style brews. If you see any of those cards, like the Araba spells, like mm -hmm. literally, the price has jumped. Mercy says oh two days God. ago. Brady, oh, I there's a there's a jet mirror. Oh, yeah, jet mirrors. Yep. A yep. dual sided jet mirror, where either he has like the whole like Doctor Evil cat on his lap, or he's got a pack of three Rottweilers ready to like merc. Well, I'm so sorry, yeah. Brandon, to to let you Ooh. know, but those all sold Ooh. out. Hey, they, they might be sold out, but the secondary market still exists, maybe. I know. I, I oh, lost yeah. my chance in the meat. I was gonna buy the the secret layer for the, the the hoop secret layer that just came out with uh, like the four color Doctor and the one that really made me cry with happiness, like. And I'll probably still punch a baby for it. Is the meat? I really want to. I really want to get my hands on. It. Oh, it's a mono black crater who for three mana and yeah. some setup. But oh, yeah, so Mercy. Cute. Mercy said it was released two days ago and was only available for like six hours. So I mean, um, I'm not surprised. Realistically, well, okay, no, probably, hold on. They probably. Oh, sorry, I am surprised. No, so this is in response to what you're saying. I am surprised because yeah. they said that they were going to switch to the from print on demand, which was perfect. Yeah. Print on yeah. demand was like, here's these special editions. We're gonna basically make it. Let you tell us how many people want them, right? And then we'll print them. Yeah. You just have to wait until like basically what that meant was that they had to wait till all the uh, the order expectations were yeah. filled, and then they would print the orders. But now they're like, well, we want to get them out quicker. Um, so we're just gonna anticipate. We're gonna estimate how many people want them. I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that they did not do a good job estimating how many available Rin and Seri or Cat and Dog ones were supposed to. They they botched that because, like, I, I, uh, I beg to differ. Yeah, I beg to differ. I oh think, really? Uh, I think that I think that their marketing team and their profiting team knew exactly what they were doing. God. Um, Damn it! You're right. We're talking about dogs and cats. We're talking about dogs and cats. I mean, not even past that, but it's like until we get secondary numbers, it's like. Other other secret layer product has been able to like sit there and maybe gotten huge orders kind of thing, but this is something, especially after the last dual sided deck they did, the heads you win, tails you lose, that people have been vocal about online about hating themselves for missing out. They oh. probably sold more of this stock than any like than you know what sold. I did see a, I did see an image of it. There was like a somebody was like online. There was somebody uh, saved a image of the screen tap or something of of what they were expecting for the wait time to get the deck. And mm -hmm. I was like, again, like I'm so glad I just. You know what? When you bandwagon that and you and you're and you're heartbroken from it, it's it is actually especially when it comes to dogs and cats. 
let's, yeah. let's be real. I, I want to say dogs and cats rule the world. That's why. Okay, I I want to say, judging like uh, repositioning my my opinion here based on what Rocky just said. They probably were going to cut this one at six hours, no matter how many sold, because now that they've changed the way things are working, it they have to engineer the hype. They have mm-hmm. to like, they have to be like, okay, if if this one like this one was going to be guaranteed to sell out mm-hmm. too quick, which then sets them up for profit, 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 profit for right. all the rest. Oh yeah. Well, but like, are, wait, yeah. did, are they actually? Hmm. I'm we'll so we'll confused. just have to see, right? We'll just have to see. Well, if you look we'll at the numbers know. now, you, you can you, you can buy the deck right now if you want to. It's just instead of paying 160 for it, you're paying 400. So uh, with, on the secondary market right now, you can buy cats and dogs. It's 400. Is what yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's gone up by 120 percent. <laughs> no, especially for this, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, regardless of the limit that they wanted to put, if there was like a whole like. There's only so much stock that they can print without it being overwhelmed and having to wait like two years yeah. to like keep printing this amongst all their other cards. I wouldn't be surprised that they <laughs> they knew and were probably overwhelmed with okay. how many purchases. We need to wrap this podcast up immediately because yeah. I'm gonna make yeah. a parody logo of Secret Layer that's in the Ticketmaster font. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, before we go then, I just want to shout out, if, you, if you're listening to this on Spotify or YouTube or wherever the hell that you're getting your Rogue's Passage content, most recently, uh, in preparation for this weekend and today again, if you're listening to this because we're at the face-to-face Saskatchewan event, Tanner put out, uh, after some grueling work and some amazing artistic uh, endeavors... Not into uh, the 99. Not into the 99. <laughs> um a recap video for uh, the face-to-face Calgary tour back in September. Go check it out. It's super fun. Drop a link. Share it to all your friends. It's some. It's it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. And stay tuned for the Jeff Laubenstein interview coming yep. soon. Yeah, we got lots of content. We got. I will. Uh... He's like the coolest. Like everyone, everyone wants him for a grandpa kind of thing. You know. <laughs> we. Can, uh... can you adopt me? <laughs> can I what? I was like with Jeff Lawrence, I had the vibes like, can you just adopt me? Oh. <laughs> I was like into the wilds, you know, where the guys like Ken Burton's death and old man's like, please let me. I'm like, I would be that guy and I'd say yes. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was pretty cool. He was pretty nice. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you, Rocky, for coming on the episode. Uh, we've been talking about this for, I guess, since the last Calgary event. And I got to at some point, I guess, between now and when we leave midday Friday, I got to come get that deck. Well, you can get it tomorrow. Tomorrow. With, uh, Popper. That's yeah, right. I'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope to see, I hope to see all of you and I hope to see a lot of you fine folk who are here in Calgary to come join us for Popper. It's a fantastic community we have. So yeah, we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be throwing some events here when we can at Ogres. It's a good crowd. Adrian, I have a lot of respect yeah. for Adrian. So. He's a wise and sage, that one. Heck yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for hanging out, everybody on stream. Uh, we, I'm blown away, actually. We ha- we always have like a lot of chat engagement, which is really, really mm-hmm. humbling. Yeah, we're getting and, there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys awesome. so much for the support. Because like, honestly, people people firing off in the chat and interacting, it, uh, it just, it adds a whole, like, you know, the room doesn't feel empty. <laughs> there's, there's yeah. a, it feels really nice. It feels like there's like an actual community going on here. Um, yeah, if, if you want to check out our YouTube, if you haven't, that video that I put out today, um, I'm really happy with it. It, it was super fun. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to do another video with Standard. 
my first time yeah. actually finally playing standard yeah. against i'm hoping i get paired up against some people that i can at least enjoy my matches with you're gonna run into an alpha geek and you're gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll send it off there. Um, I guess. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Rogue's Passage podcast. Fingers in the lenses. Fingers in the lenses. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.